You are listening to the Rock That Creative Job podcast with Jamie Roberts, episode 43. This podcast has a very focused mission to inspire, motivate, and empower you with the tools, insight, and guidance you need to get better jobs, better work, better pay, and build the creative career and life you've always wanted. So click subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast and let's rock. Hey, creatives. If you're listening to this podcast, instead of doing that super important thing that you absolutely should be getting done, you know what I'm talking about, then this episode is for you. Because today, we're going to discuss procrastination and how to overcome it so you can get the most important parts of your life moving forward. And I'm not referring to the good kind of procrastination that gives you the brain space between creative projects so you can begin something new, feeling refreshed and clear-headed, that is incredibly valuable for us. And it usually helps us come up with our best ideas. I would never suggest removing this important part of creative development, especially if you're a neurodivergent creative who, like me, struggles with some ADHD tendencies that can sometimes make it hard to focus or concentrate. I am talking about the procrastination that happens when we know we need to get something done and to be able to take the steps in our careers that we want, and in our work, and in our lives. Those pivotal moments that seem just out of arm's reach, even though we logically know that the benefits far outweigh the actual effort, can cause us immense stress. And we all procrastinate for different reasons. It's easy to dismiss this as laziness or lack of self-discipline, but there are several deep-rooted psychological, emotional, and environmental reasons why humans have difficulty starting or accomplishing these important and essential tasks. We're usually bored, stressed, anxious, overwhelmed, afraid to fail, afraid to be vulnerable, whatever it is. It means that we don't accomplish the things we desperately want to do. And creatives are known for their amazing procrastination tactics. We love to fall back on the things that we're more comfortable doing. Maybe we'll just edit those video clips so they're a little tighter, or we'll resize all those files that aren't actually due until the end of the month, or we'll rewrite that copy that we've already written three times, or we'll organize our desktop and maybe we'll just clean out that downloads folder. It really doesn't matter how mundane the task is, because when you're in that place of avoidance, anything is better than doing what you know you need to get done. And that could be something as seemingly simple as working on a new project that just came in or making a phone call to a client to get clarification on a brief or sending an email to a recruiter to see if there are any new jobs that you might be a fit for or adding recent work to your online portfolio or sitting down to write and update your resume. The more critical the task is, the easier it is for us to put it off. But before we get too far into this topic, I want to remind you to please subscribe and rate this podcast. Each rating helps bump me up in the search so more creatives can get the support that they need for their careers. I also want to share a super exciting announcement, which actually relates very closely to the topic of this podcast. I am about to launch a very comprehensive creative resume online course. This course is specific to creatives, and it's taken me two years of steady research to develop it because I want to make sure it is the best it can possibly be for you. And it includes all the guidance and the advice that I've given to my Rock That Creative Job clients in the past three years. 
as well as inside knowledge from my own personal experience as a creative hiring manager in the industry. And the best part is that you can get this done in a single day. So whether you've just been laid off or you just graduated or you're in a toxic work environment or you have a terrible manager or you're coming back to the workforce after being home with your babies or you're just bored out of your mind in your current creative job and you want to move on to more interesting work, this course is going to help you get it done and get it out there so you can finally be free of that procrastination anxiety that you've probably been feeling when you think about redoing your resume. It's going to be available on my website at a discounted rate for the duration of 2023. And if you want the deets when I launch it so you can snag it and use some of that holiday time off to get yourself ready for the new year, new budgets, job posting frenzy, please go to my website at Rock That Creative Job and sign up for a free membership because you'll get the info right in your inbox and you won't miss the discounts. I've worked so incredibly hard on this, and I seriously could not be more excited to provide you guys with this new tool to help you in your creative career with that super important first step of creating that resume that gets you the job you want and gets you noticed by the industries and the recruiters and the hiring managers that you want to work for. All right, so let's get back into the topic. Every day spent procrastinating is another day spent worrying, and no one likes to worry. It feels awful. It's the ultimate FOMO because you don't just have a fear that you're missing out. You know you're missing out because you're not getting something important accomplished. But if you want to get somewhere, you have to start somewhere. And that can often be the hardest part. But being able to tackle these things means we can eliminate that cortisol that's coursing through our systems every day because we're in jobs we hate or we're dealing with clients that are unpleasant or we're working on projects that don't bring us any amount of creative joy and make us wonder if we should still even be in the industry. We've all felt the immense weight of these situations. I read a quote recently that said, someday isn't a real day, like Monday or Tuesday. It's actually just another word for never. And that stung. Because I know the feeling that you have when you're trying to accomplish what is most likely going to change your day-to-day, change the trajectory of your career, enhance your financial situation, and change your life. And the things that are the most important are the things that we never seem to get to. So how do we get over this lag? Well, the first thing we need to do is understand the reasons that humans struggle with these important tasks so we can develop the strategies to overcome them. I want to take you through the six main reasons why we can't just get down to business when we need to and get things started. The first one is fear of failure. The fear of failure is a potent force that paralyzes creatives from taking action. And when the task is significant, the stakes are higher And so is the fear of not measuring up to expectations. And this fear can be overwhelming and it can lead us to avoid the task altogether to protect our very delicate self-esteem. So the strategy for this is to recognize that failure is a natural part of learning and growth and to embrace the idea that making mistakes is actually a valuable experience and it does not define your worth. We have to focus on the progress rather than the perfection. And this takes practice. I have a post-it on my computer right now that says, don't overthink it, just get it done. Because I know that speed 
can sometimes remove the overthinking that usually happens in my brain and it allows me to actually see the progress. The second one is lack of motivation. Motivation is always the driving force behind any task, especially a creative one. Remember when you had that last amazing creative idea that solved something difficult and immediately needed to implement it to see it come to life? We love that feeling, don't we? It's the reason we do what we do. And that creative high is like none other. But when a task is perceived as dull or uninteresting, it is so easy to put it off. And humans are wired to seek pleasure, which is the creative high I just mentioned, and avoid pain, which is probably doing some sort of spreadsheet or something extremely dry like editing files that you've already looked at. And that can make starting important but unexciting tasks really challenging. So the strategy here is to find ways to make the task more engaging for yourself. And sometimes this means breaking it down into smaller, more manageable parts and then rewarding yourself for completing each of those. I can tell you that I often buy myself a small bag of Cheetos whenever I have to do something that I find tedious, like reconciling my business transactions in QuickBooks or finally updating the software on my Mac. You can also try and connect the task to your long-term goals to boost that motivation. I know that if I update the software, it'll make it easier to edit my videos. And if I reconcile my accounts, I won't have to have that uncomfortable conversation with my accountant again. So trying to find ways to make this connect to your long-term goal. Because if you can see the big picture and this is just a small piece, it's going to seem a lot more manageable and you're going to want to accomplish it because you know there's more that comes after it. The third one is lack of clarity. Uncertainty about how to start or complete a task can lead directly to procrastination. How many of you out there have received a brief that is half empty? You have zero idea what to do. You don't even know how to engage with someone to ask the right questions because you have so little information. And even though you have a deadline, you're still not sure how to even approach this. This is because when the path is unclear, it's easier to delay taking the first step because we don't even know what that is. And this is one of the reasons that I created that resume course because I know for a fact that the reason a lot of us stay in jobs that are not working for us is because we don't know how to even summarize our experience to sell ourselves to the next potential employer. And that prevents us from sharing our creative gifts with the rest of the world, which is definitely not okay. So the strategy for this is creating a detailed plan with clear steps and deadlines. If you can break down the task into small manageable components, you can reduce that ambiguity and you can make the full process less overwhelming. I did this in my course, and it's also what I do in my one-on-one coaching sessions because I know that it helps people move forward and not feel the weight of the entire process so intensely. And then you only need to do a small piece at a time. And that builds your confidence slowly and methodically, which actually helps you when it comes to interviewing with potential hiring managers and being able to sell yourself to new clients. The fourth one, is perfectionism. And this is a big one. And if you struggle with this, I recently did an entire podcast episode on this that I think you might want to check out. Because for creatives, perfectionism can be both a blessing and a curse. Our desire to aim for the highest standards can lead to incredible creative output. But the fear of not reaching that perfection can also paralyze us and stop 
the production completely. This fear of not getting it perfect can make it difficult to start or complete important tasks. And we all know that done is better than perfect. So the strategy here is to try and embrace the idea of good enough. Now, good enough doesn't mean sloppy or half-baked or full of typos. It just means that not everything is going to be at the same level, which is really how life is, right? Sometimes a project goes amazing, and then you get feedback later on another one that's not going as well and is a little bit more of a push. We have to understand that perfection is often unattainable every single time and can be counterproductive. This way, we're able to focus on doing our best, even if it's not always the ideal outcome we desire. At least we move forward and we accomplished it. The fifth one is overwhelm. Because when tasks pile up, it can be daunting to even begin them. We all know that terrible feeling in the pit of our stomachs when a manager asks us to do something we've never done before or to expand into a new area of creative that we're unfamiliar with because of a client request. That is overwhelm. The feeling of being overwhelmed always leads to inaction. And then that leads to disappointment in yourself. And that leads to anxiety and the fear of never being able to move past the current state of your life, even if you desperately want to change it. It's a vicious cycle. And I've been there myself as a creative many times in my career. So the strategy here is to prioritize. Prioritize your tasks and try and delegate whenever possible and break things down again into manageable pieces. The goal is to regain a sense of control and reduce the feelings of being totally overwhelmed. And this may include communicating to your boss or a project manager about feeling overwhelmed and asking them to give you a more structured schedule that focuses on the components and not the whole. Or explaining to a client that the request is a bit out of scope and you'd like to break it down a little further to make sure you're meeting their expectations with the output. Relieving the overwhelm is almost always about communication, so you don't want to suffer in silence because I can tell you there is a solution out there. And the last one is lack of accountability. Some people really struggle with important tasks because they lack external accountability. When no one is monitoring your progress, it's so easy to delay or avoid the work you know you need to do. And for creatives, we all know that if there isn't a deadline attached to it, then it's basically not even on our radar. This is why a lot of people that I work with like to have one-on-ones every week because they know it will force them to do things they've been putting off for far too long. So the strategy here is creating accountability by sharing your goals with a friend or a colleague or a coach. Giving yourself a deadline and sharing that with them too is gonna help keep you on track to accomplish what you need to accomplish. You might also consider hiring a coach like me to keep you on track, having someone who is in your corner and advocating for you the entire time and who understands exactly what it's like to be in your shoes will do wonders for your confidence and motivation. I can tell you that procrastination is really a universal challenge, but it's an exceptional challenge for us in the creative industry. So we need to understand the underlying reasons and how to combat them more effectively. And by addressing our fear of failure, finding that motivation, gaining the clarity, managing perfectionism, handling the overwhelm, and establishing that accountability, we can overcome the procrastination and actually accomplish 
the important tasks that will have massive impacts on our creative careers and the trajectory of our lives. Because we all know as creatives, work is not a separate thing. It's not a punch in, punch out experience. You are always thinking about that next idea, that next solution, that next creative project. So disconnecting from this in your life is almost impossible. So when you have a creative career you're proud of and excited to be in, your personal life changes as well. And always remember that nothing was built overnight. So every step forward, no matter how small, brings you a little closer to your goals. And if you're struggling with this and you can't seem to find the momentum, you only need to do one thing, and that's contact me because we can get you out of this rut. I do this every week for creatives all over the world, so I don't want you to feel alone and I don't want you to suffer in silence. I am here and I want to help you. You can contact me at rock.creativejob.com, send me a message there, or set up a one-on-one intro call for 15 minutes so I can hear more about what you're struggling with and we can find ways to help you. Or you can follow me on LinkedIn, connect with me there and DM me. You can also follow me on Instagram. I have a feed there where I post all the events that I'm part of and some inspirational and motivational content that's going to help you think differently about your job search or the job that you're in. I also have 20 free videos on YouTube that are short bursts of help for things like portfolios, interviews, thank you notes, how to explain yourself to different types of hiring managers. So hopefully if you're having trouble getting started, that may get your brain moving and allow you to start to dig into some of these areas that you've maybe been afraid to. And as part of the membership that I'm building on my site, I'm also going to have some live group coaching opportunities. So we can do weekly Q&As, we can do coaching sessions on specific topics. I want to make myself more available to you guys so that if you're in a different time zone and you're unable to schedule a full hour one-on-one with me every week, you can still get the help that you need. And my course is hopefully going to alleviate that pain as well, because I recognize I'm in the Pacific Northwest and that doesn't overlap with where everyone lives in the world that I want to support. So reach out to me if you need anything. And I hope this podcast was helpful. Please share it with all your creative friends so that they can get the support they need for their careers. And thanks for listening. And I'll catch you in the next one.